right, welcome back to Tipsy Tailgate Media. I'm Aiden. I am Ben. And we're back, baby. Week three coming up. No, I just completely fucked it up. Week, week two, Aiden. I believe it is week <laughs> I, I, two. Um, I was looking at week two also. Um, yeah, no, we're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna run I, that from the top. <laughs> week three of the college season. Um, no, we're gonna run that from the top because I was literally <laughs> looking at week two and I don't know why I said week three. That was like the weirdest thing I've ever done. All right. All right. Welcome back to Tipsy Tailgate Media. We are back. I am Aiden. I'm Ben. And we're here for week two. Week two, uh, Aiden. It is week, <laughs> week two. two. Week One, two of the NFL season. Two and then three. Three's next. This yes, week is week correct. two. We're You're ready just excited to go. For week three. You were excited for week three. Just looking ahead. Just looking ahead. That's all. Yeah. Um, we're excited. You know, not the best slate of games, in my honest opinion. I don't think this is the best week of games. Yeah. Um, but I think we're going to make do. You know, football's back, so anything's good. Listen, anything's better than what. I've been watching uh, before the football season started, which was mostly, you know, YouTube videos of old football games. So <laughs> it's it's good to have the live it's ones new content. Back. Yeah, yeah, it's it's new. It's new. It's like Who a has new live se- sports. It's it's literally like a new season of your favorite show. So I'm excited. I love it. Um, so without further ado, let's touch on. We're gonna talk about the week two picks predictions coming up. Um, we just had the Eagles Vikings game mm-hmm. last night, or mm-hmm. last night as we're filming this. Uh, and then we're going to touch on week one reaction. So yeah. stay tuned for all of that and some great stuff coming. Follow us on all socials, Tipsy Tailgate Media. Let's get into it. I Chiefs. promise you we're a great follow. We're a great follow. Great follow. We're my favorite follow, like by far. <laughs> me too. Easily me outside too. Of, outside of Peyton Manning and Omaha Productions, we're the best follow on Instagram. So I think we're better than them. But Well, it's debatable. It's debatable. <laughs> Uh, Benny and his pain obsession, but it's, it's not an obsession. It's just, it's more of an admiration than an obsession. Listen, I think if you don't admire the guy, you're an idiot. So that, that's where I stand on that one. I think we feel the same way, but I'm more of a Brady guy and you're more of a Peyton guy. It's a little, Listen, I, I have a place in my heart for Tom. It's just not a big place. <laughs> smaller place. You have a bigger place. For much Peyton. smaller. It's a little smaller. Yeah, yeah. About the opposite there, but... Yeah, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. I mean, to each their own, you're just wrong in this instance. Um, Won't be the last time you're wrong in this episode, so let's get into it. Let's do it. Chiefs at Jags. Um, Jacksonville is plus three, so they're three-point underdogs here. The over-under set at 51 points. This is going to be an interesting game. I think, you know, we had a lot of situations last week where we thought, is this game of the week? Is this game of the week? Mm-hmm. I think one of them we settled on was Eagles or um, Cowboys Giants. <laughs> that was definitely not and the that game was of the awful. week. That was awful. Um, but what we did end up. Um, we also said Steelers and Niners. We were off last week. Yeah, no, we, we were, were real off. off. That was awful. That game sucked. We were really. We off, were right so... about the Bengals. We were right yes. about the Bengals. Yes, the Bengals started off slow, and they're, we're going to get to them in two games um, following this one. But Chiefs at Jacksonville. Like I said, Jags are the underdogs. They're getting three points. Um, I think this game's interesting. I think yep. this game is for sure game of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see if we could hit this we'll time. See. Now that we said that, the the Chiefs probably gonna blow them out like fifty to three. So yeah. Well, so it's interesting because now Chris Jones has mm-hmm. come come back finally out of his yep. holdout from the um, 
you know, I think he lost around $3 million, maybe a little bit more, a little bit less, give or take, uh, in that holdout. And then he didn't even get what he wanted. He wanted, no. you know, guaranteed deal, guaranteed nope. years. He only got the one year as well. Exactly. With incentives, he's most likely out of the door um, following the season. So it's going to be interesting to see where he goes. But he's back for this um, game, first game of the season for him. And so is it for Travis Kelsey, who has suffered a leg injury uh, in the beginning of the season, uh, right around at the end of training camp, practicing for that week one, I believe. So now we're going to get the new look Chiefs. For uh, new look, lack of new a better word, new look. and uh, the ja- this Jags team that you know gritted out a win mm-hmm. against the Colts last week wasn't pretty, mm-hmm. but nope. um, they ended up turning it around and getting that win. So, what do you think about this game, Ben? Who do you like? Yeah, I'm, I just like you said to me, it's probably the most intriguing game of Week Two, maybe outside of uh, Baltimore and Cincy. I know you said we're going to touch upon that a bit later. Um, but to me, this has major implications on how the Chiefs season is going to go. Um, even if they lose this week, I'm obviously, I'm still taking them to even win that division. I don't think that's in question if they lose. Um, but I think it is important that they get the taste of that lost on last Thursday out of their mouth uh, as soon as possible. And the best way to do that would be by beating a team that most people expect to be in contention for the AFC at the end of the year. Um, but, but... Against my better judgment, I'm going to take Jacksonville in this game. Um, I think that they got a little bit of mojo, as you just said, gritted out that win. Um, yep. I think Jones is going to be rusty. Um, I think that D-line looked phenomenal last week against the Lions, but I think that putting him back in there might mess up some of the chemistry that they had. Um, obviously, he hasn't been playing much football. Uh, and Travis Kelsey, I think he'll have a more seamless transition than Chris Jones, obviously, given that he's been with the team uh, the whole offseason, all he really missed was, I mean, in all honesty, about, what, four days, including the game. That's all mm-hmm. he really missed. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to go with Jacksonville to win this game. I think that Jacksonville is special, um, and I think that the Chiefs are going to deal with some issues here in the first month. I think they I think they start 2-2. Two and two. I think they lose today, or not today, uh, this week, rather, and then win their next two after that. But, yeah, I'm not expecting the Chiefs to turn it around right now. Yeah, you know, I kind of agree with what you're saying here. I think that – I actually think it's going to be the opposite. I think Chris Jones on their fresh legs is mm-hmm. going to be a beast uh, right out of the gate. And then I think Travis Kelsey with quite literally not fresh legs, um, I think that injury was a little bit worse and they made it seem. But I think after week one, they made it realize – They really had no option. Back. And at worst, he's a decoy for some of these plays to draw some attention away from the other receivers mm-hmm. on this team that struggled mightily in week one. So what I'm thinking is it's going to be a little bit rougher of a game for Kelsey, you know, whether that's a red zone touchdown being rough for him and his standards. So we'll see what happens. I agree it's going to be a close game. I think Jags plus three is um, is a bet that's interesting because I yeah. do think it's going to be a close game. Uh, I don't know who exactly I want to take yet. This has been one of the games I've been going back and forth on. Uh, just to differ, I can't see the Chiefs going 0-2 or 0-2. for 2. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say the Chiefs are going to win. But I think Jags might cover at 3. It'll be close. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you took the words out of my mouth right there. It, this, it's going to be an incredibly close game. The only thing that I could see blowing uh, one team blowing the other one out is if one of the quarterbacks throws a bad pick in a bad spot. And if yeah. one quarterback were to do it in this game, it would be Trevor Lawrence. So, um, 
Yeah, but I don't see that happening. I see the Jags playing clean football. I think people are forgetting in this game that the Jags are implementing some new pieces as well, and Calvin Ridley seemed to be a perfect fit, but I expect that to be even better going forward. So I'm going to stick with the Jags. I'm going to stick with the Jags in this one. I uh, I think it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a fun watch for everyone. Uh, Raiders at Bills is not going to be that great of a watch because I think the Bills are going to smoke them. They have eight. They're favored by eight and a half points. The over-under is 47. I have been the first one to say, even going back last year, um, before the – no, in the postseason, I believe, or in the playoffs, I was saying that the Bills, I don't expect them to be good next year uh, or great next year. I think they'll be solid. Uh, solid as you know not less than everyone expected them to be at least and uh, I think that's trends going to continue throughout the year but I think the Raiders are just not a great team and I think the Bills will cover it minus eight and a half this is one of the bets I'm taking for the week uh, what do you think Ben I'm going to take the Bills to win but I don't see it being a blowout like you do I think it's going to be a hard-fought game I don't think that Josh Allen's out of his funk yet I don't see that happening immediately no. I think he still struggles a bit in this game uh, and the thing with Allen, I know that a lot of people were addressing it last year a little bit, but now they're kind of hopping on it even more. He really wasn't that good at the end of last season. He really yeah. wasn't. He didn't have his mechanics down. I know that you were talking about this a lot last year. Dable was so important for him uh, exactly. in that Bills offense, but him uh, most significantly, I would say, uh, addressing his mechanics. And it's gone to shit since Dable went to the Giants. So, uh, I see Allen struggling again this week, and I think it's going to show just how much he is struggling because, as you said, Oakland or, or Vegas now isn't a good team. They're really not, and I think that the Bills are just going to squeak by in this one. All right. I mean, I completely agree. You know, everything you said, I was going to say, is it? do you think Josh Allen has been struggling because of some type of funk that he's just going to get out of, you know, mm-hmm. through seeing more reps? better, you know, weapons, whatever it is? Or do you think it's actually regression that uh, Dable's gone? And I, No, I, I do think it's yeah. a mix of the two. I think he is yeah. in a funk, but I also think that he has regressed as a quarterback. So um, I don't think the two are mutually exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he is worse than he was a few years ago, but I think a lot of that has to do with Dable being gone. I agree. And, you know, it's going to be interesting to see throughout the year, but um, we both see the Bills taking this one. Now, next up, this game is going to be fun. Uh, Ravens at Bengals. Bengals are home here, and they are favored by three points coming mm-hmm. off an abysmal loss in week mm-hmm. one. Uh, Over under set at 46 and a half. Or, yeah, 46 and a half. What do we think, Ben? Uh, Ravens, Bengals, you know, a little bit of a history there. Yeah, Two I'm good gonna, quarterbacks. What do you think? I'm going to take the Bengals in this one, and I think the Bengals beat them pretty, um, pretty handily. Oh, I wow. think they win by two scores. I think that Lamar, he said it himself, he's still rusty and he's still dealing with some stuff. They're still implementing new pieces and a, uh, a new system. So I think that they're going to not get completely blown up, but I could easily see the Bengals winning by ten points. I'm about to write down these picks, Benny. Matter of fact. Matter of fact. Okay, so this is a game that's interesting to me. Uh, I could see the Bengals getting going. You know, T. Higgins. I don't even think he mm-hmm. caught a pass in Week One. That I don't cannot, think he did, and that won't that won't stay. It won't stay like that. I don't so, think that'll uh, happen again for the rest of the season. I really don't. Yeah. Um, I think the Ravens might come into an issue where Dobbins was their plan at running back finally, and he was finally healthy. And then mm-hmm. after Week One, he's 
after the season torn Achilles. Yep. Now they're kind of like, all right, we're already starting with these injuries. There has to be some type of mood, like dampered mood in the right. locker room where they're like, right. we just can't win. So uh, it's tough. This is a tough game for me. Um, I think it'll be close. I can't even tell you if I think it's going to go over or under because I could see it being low scoring game or I could see it being a shootout. Uh, with that said, though, I'm going Bengals. I agree. Um, I'm just going to take the money line, though, in this situation. Not, I don't think they'll cover three. It'll it'll be a close one, I uh, I think, at least. And like you said, it's going to be an interesting matchup because this is easily one of those games that we're going to see down the stretch when it means oh, more yeah. Oh, yeah. and uh, when both teams are you know hitting their stride. So it's going to yeah, be a good I, game to monitor. I think that this team – I mean, we saw it last year. They could easily play each other three times, um, the yeah. two games in division the regular season and then again in a playoff game. So – I think that this has um, – I think this will serve as a, a good precursor for what's to come for these two. Yep. Now, uh, onto the Seahawks at Detroit against the Lions. Lions mm-hmm. obviously took that big win in that mm-hmm. season opener against the Chiefs. Now, they are favored five points against yeah. the Seahawks team. Seahawks team that yeah. made the playoffs last year. 47 and a half is the over-under. How do we feel about this one, Ben? I think – Personally, I think this game is going to be very, very competitive. Yep. I think the Seahawks, uh, this is really big for them because yeah. it's one of those things where they people could see them either falling back to their regression to you know down to earth from what they were the year prior to what they did last year, or mm-hmm. at least in the first half. Yep. Or you could see them being dominant this year, taking another step in their competitive team. I know a lot of people actually I've seen took them to win that division over the 49ers, which – I think is a little crazy because the yeah, Niners are so dominant. A little wild. But, I mean, that shows you the amount of respect they have around the league. With that said, I love the Lions, man. I uh, one, yeah. of my, one of the yeah. things I've been monitoring, one of the picks I was considering, didn't take it, and I'm not going to. Seahawks plus five I think is interesting. I think it'll be close. With that said, I mean, I think the Lions going out there and taking that week one win, opener, all that pressure against a team like the Chiefs, you have to give them credit and you have to be confident in them doing it against a team like the Seahawks who are obviously going to be less competitive, less, maybe not less competitive, less prepared than a team like Andy Reid and Mahomes is, you know, quarterbacking. So it'll be an interesting game. I'm going with the Lions. I don't want to take any of the points here uh, or the over under. Like I said, I think it's going to be a close game, but I don't see it really being a shootout. Mm-hmm. Uh, necessarily, I could I could see it being a closer game and lower scoring. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we're on the same uh, same page here. I, I like how you talked about how this is important from Seattle's perspective, and of course, of course, I agree with that. Definitely, uh, they want to get back on the right track after that big surprise year that they had last year, and they want to prove that they are legit. I also think this is a really important game from Detroit's perspective. Yeah, because. Now it's like, okay, you won week one against the defending champs, regardless of whether they're missing Kelsey and Jones, you beat the defending champs in a week one on Thursday night football. When's the last time Detroit had a win like that? Now it's how do you handle that success and how do you go forward with the rest of your season? You're used to being the underdog. You're not used to being favored by five points in these games. You're used to being the underdog that everyone likes to take at plus five and a half. You're used to being the Seahawks in this instance. So, I want to see how Detroit handles that. I'm going to take Detroit to win this game because I think they are a different team with a different culture, but I think this is really important and it's really telling of how far they've come. 
Yeah, I mean, good for them. And the Seahawks are a matter of fact, mm -hmm. turning it around post Russ, post yep. uh, Legion of Boom era. So uh, on to this next game, Chargers at Titans. Titans are the home team here, and they are uh, they are given three points here as underdogs. 45 and a half is the over under. I think the Chargers are going to win this game. Um, I think the Chargers aren't going to go down 0-2. Uh, I, I just think they're too good of a team this year. <clears throat> I think last week was just, you know, bad draw. They got the Dolphins when they decided to just go – berserk on them mm -hmm. and uh it was a really close game to you know on top of that tyreek had an insane uh performance and they still kept it close yeah easily the you best know. performance across the league yeah uh, i mean he's just insane we'll touch on that in a little bit here and uh and so i'm gonna go Chargers. i think Chargers money line no eckler is something to to keep an eye out on he's horrifying hurt. for them i think that's horrifying for them I agree. I think it is a big thing, but what I do think it will do is I think it'll let them be like, all right, like let our quarterback finally just yep. start chucking it. How many weapons do they have? Moment. You got Keenan, you got Mike Williams, you got Quentin, uh, Quentin uh, Johnson, Gerald Everett. I mean, you have guys that can go up there and, and make plays, so let them do it. Let Herbert yeah. go for 400. Like, you know, if yeah. you have to, you have to. And I also, I think the Titans are, uh, our team that I mentioned this year that I could see them kind of falling into a rebuild and, uh, and they might not have Deandre Hopkins. He was a no show at practice today. So that's something to he was a no show at no practice. Hopkins. Yeah. Like he just didn't show up. Oh, well, I'm not sure if it, I think I, the, the report I remember seeing is that he didn't show up, but that could have just been injury. He wasn't there. Who knows? Questionable yeah, I, is his tag for the game though. I think he uh, definitely made the wrong choice in his free agency decision, but that's he did. neither here nor there. I think that the Chargers will win. I agree with you in that sense. I think Vrabel's going to make it very difficult for Herbert, especially him not having a security blanket. Uh, who is Austin Eckler? I know they have a lot of weapons, like you just said, but the guy he's dumping off to and the guy who Agreed. protects him a yeah. lot is is Austin Eckler. So I think that's wildly concerning. Um for Herbert and the Chargers that they don't have Eckler. And I think Vrabel's one of those coaches like Bill Belichick who knows how to take away what you do best. Yeah. Off, obviously coming off that Belichick tree. Yep. And now that it's really only – like who's the guy that you trust right now? I know Williams is good. I know Everett's very good. I know Williams is very good. But Keenan Allen's the guy that you trust now. Like yeah. he's your guy right now. They're going to take him away. So I want to see what Herbert's able to do needing to get the ball to Everett, needing to get it to Williams, get Palmer involved. I want to see Herbert in that situation. I think he can do it. I'm pretty sure he can do it. But I think we're getting to the point where we need to see him do that and take that step in his progression. Yeah, big game for, for the Chargers and big game yeah. for Herbert. Um, both agreed with that one. Should be a fun watch, though. Obviously, yeah. like you said, Vrabel is going to keep it close uh, like he always does. Now we got the Packers at Falcons. Falcons are one-and-a-half-point favorites. Forty-and-a-half uh, is the over. On this game, a little bit interesting. I think the Packers will kind of come down to earth a little bit. Uh, you know, you're, they week one they played a Bears team that I think – It's horrible. Will, they are horrible. Well, well horrible. we're going to get to them. I think it'll be – I think they'll be a solid team. Uh, I think that week one – it's kind of expected. Their defense had what? 
like at least three or four starters, new starters. They I were believe. pathetic. Um, they looked yeah, pathetic. I mean, they they were all over the place, and it's gonna take time. You know, it's chemistry. Now the way that preseason works, you know, you're not playing with starters. Like most right. most of the time, you're not playing right. with these guys to learn. So I'll give them three weeks before I I uh, I start to worry at least a little bit. Uh, so I think the Packers will fall down to earth a little bit more. They should have Christian Watson back, which will be a help. But um, I, you know, I'm actually, I'm not really too confident on who I think is going to win this game. If I had to pick, I will go Packers. I think the Packers will win. But a pick I like here is, I think, 40 and a half. I think the over here. Two teams. um, I like the Packers defense a lot. But Mm -hmm. the Falcons just have a lot of youth and a lot of speed. Uh, Mm -hmm. Their running game is dangerous. Their running backs out of the backfield is dangerous. Kyle Pitts and uh, Drake London need to get more targets. But if they get going, they're going to be dangerous. I think this... You know, it's a lot of points, a possibility for points here. Falcons defense, I do not love. Uh, so the Packers are going to put up some some points. Forty and a half, I think, is low. I'll take the over, and I think the I think the Packers are going to win, but I'm not too confident on that, to be honest. Yeah, I um, I think this game comes down to. I know that Jones was questionable uh, earlier today. I don't know if they have confirmed. Do you know if they've confirmed whether or not uh, he's going to play? I haven't seen anything that he's not going to play, so I I'd, I'd say he's trending okay. towards playing. If Aaron Jones plays, I'll take the Packers. If he's out, I'm going with the Falcons. I think that's too much to ask of Jordan Love, who's only in what his third start. What he started game last year? Um, I, no, I think I think last week was his first career start. Okay, actually. so yeah. then, then in his second start, playing without uh, two of your outside of yourself, the two most important players on your offense, maybe Bakhtiari as well. Um, having to play without Jones or Christian Watson, that's just a disaster scenario uh, for any guy who's in his second start when those are easily your two best weapons. I know that some of their other guys were very impressive, but Watson and Jones are the guys on that team. And I honestly think AJ Dillon blows. I think he sucks at football. Um, so yeah, if those, if Aaron Jones isn't available, I, I'm not going to take the Packers because AJ Dillon just, he's not it. He sucks. <laughs> Uh, he's never done much for my fantasy team. No, he so blows. And like, it's, it's like for the last like five years, this, I feel like this guy's been in the league since like 1985. Cause every year it's like, Oh, upside player for fantasy, AJ Dillon. All right. He got 500 yards the whole season. Like what the fuck? He sucks. Um, but yeah, I don't like no, AJ Dillon. Right. I think he can be fine in spurts, but yeah, I, I think that there's a lot more upside than actual production with AJ Dillon. I just, I, I don't think he's very good. Yeah. Um, up to this next game, Bears are at Bucks. Bucks are two and a half point favorites here. Over unders at forty one. I feel pretty confident on this game. Bears money line. Bears plus two and a half. I feel even better on. Uh, give me, you know, you pick pick your poison. I, I like them at two and a half, but I am confident that I think they're going to take this win. So I'll take a money line. I think the Bears are going to come out. I think they're going to play much better. Justin Fields looked really tense. You know, week one, I think that's just comes with the pressure. It comes with the Burrow syndrome, you know, not getting his reads down, nothing like that. Uh, Rashawn Johnson looked good. And uh, they're going to have to get their receivers involved. They're going to have to get Cole Komet involved. The defense is going to be a little bit better, I believe, because of more reps, more chemistry. And, uh, you know, you're playing against Baker Mayfield, so he's good for two picks. <laughs> I've, I've become a low-key Bucks fan. 
I, I oh, have. No. I, I, you know that I believed in them. What did a Tom bit. do? What did you Tom know I, do? You know I believed in them a bit before the season. I'm not. I know you I'm, did. No, I'm not I hopping on did. the bandwagon. I, I believe in them. You have. I you think, have. I think Baker after that first quarter, and you know, you know, I am a bit of a Baker fan, so I might be a bit biased on this one. A bit, bit more than bit, but yeah. Well, <laughs> he was objectively phenomenal in the last three quarters of that yes. game against Minnesota. He yes. was great. And yep. he stepped up in big moments, made some big plays. Him and Mike Evans already have great chemistry with one another. Now, I don't think that Godwin is what he used to be, and I think they might need to bring in a lot of injuries if they find yeah. success, bring in another weapon for Baker to use. But that offense was clicking last week, and Baker was getting the ball out quickly. You could see he was already setting protections for himself. He was calling good audibles at the line. You saw him and Evans communicating on the sideline. I think that team has some good energy, and I'm going to take them to win the division. Um, I'm going to take Ooh. them to win the NFC South, and I think they take care of business against the Bears this week. I think they turn over Justin Fields a couple times, so I'm going to take I'm going to take the Bucks to win 24 to 10 this week. Oh, so you got them big time? Okay, I mean, listen, I like the Bucks. I, I love the I like conviction. the Bucks. I like I, the Bucks. Uh, I'm much lower on the Bucks than you are, but I do think I do see potential there. You know, this is a roster that is mostly constructed of the same guys that won a Super Bowl. And that's what, that's what I've been saying, Aiden. It's really not that different of a team that won the Super Bowl. Outside of what? You take away Gronk and Antonio Brown, and realistically, those were just like super added on pieces. Like Gronk really like he he produced and he was very good in the Super Bowl and I Gronk belonged on that team. Antonio Brown had no business being on that fucking team. Like he really had no business being there. They didn't need him to win. He walked so, to go like, back to the Steelers. Did you no, see you, that? You literally just took away the psychopath off a team. To me, that makes you better. Losing Antonio Brown made the Bucks better. So I, I, I think that they're fine. As I said before, maybe add in another weapon and that makes them like a legit playoff contender to me. But that defense Oh, man, at times they looked really good against Minnesota. And I know we both agree that Minnesota's defense isn't very good, but their their offense is. And we saw it last night again with Kirk. Kirk had a phenomenal game uh, and Justin Jefferson as well. And they shut them down for the most part. They made things very difficult for them. So I'm going to take the Bucks to win this one handily. All right. I mean, I think this is – we're going to mark this game down because this will be the game. This will be the tipsy bowl this of the week. Be, this could We're gonna be start a, doing uh, remote, all the weeks. a remote ice bucket challenge this week, Aiden. <laughs> oh my god! Imagine me filming myself pouring it on myself. <laughs> At least I have some people here to help me. You gotta in, do it solo. Just in the middle of the street. They're like, "Who's this guy?" <laughs> <laughs> Someone calls the cops on you. Who's this freak in my street? Just dumping ice on himself. <laughs> uh, this will be. This is gonna be the tipsy ball of the week. We're gonna start doing that. Every I like week. it. I like um, it. That'll be a fun game to watch. I'm interested to see what goes on with that. Uh, next up, Colts at Texans. The Texans are one-and-a-half-point favorites, 39-and-a-half. Mm-hmm. Did you ever think the Texans are going to be favorites this year? And I think it's wrong. I think the Colts are going to win. Um, I thought the Colts looked pretty good. I, they looked far better than I thought they would. And Stroud, I believe, is questionable with a shoulder, which is That might new. help the Texans. That actually – I'm not even kidding. That might Davis help Mills, the Davis Mills, baby. Davis Mills is – I don't know – Listen, I understand, like, the upside. And I know that Davis Mills was horrible last year. But right now, Davis Mills is a better quarterback than C.J. Stroud. I, like, I, I really don't care what anyone says. 
Like Davis Mills has had games in this league where he looked like a productive NFL quarterback. I know he's not very good. He he but his he first did have season some great games in, in his rookie year. Yeah, last year was not great, but his no. rookie year he he, was very he looked like he a viable starter. Yeah. He was one of the better starters, yeah. um, rookie starters in the league. But, yeah, so yeah. I actually think that that helps them. And honestly, if Davis Mills plays, I'd take Houston to win. If Stroud plays, I'll take Indy to win. I know that might be the weirdest take anyone's ever made with that caveat in there, <laughs> but I think it's true. I really don't like Stroud, or not like personally. I, I don't know the guy. I don't really know much about him. Um, but like as a football player, he's not very good. Um, and Richardson, I thought, was wildly impressive. Obviously, he has to do a much better job of protecting himself, especially when yep. the game is essentially over. I don't know why. A, why he's really in the game. I understand you want him to get more reps, um, but that's what practice is for. And B, if you're going to be in the game, that situation, why are you risking getting hurt like that? So, But that's something that you can work on with him and yeah. maybe say, hey, a guy like Cam Settle Newton, down, buddy. <laughs> very athletic like you were, won an MVP, and then all of a sudden – he kept doing that stuff, and now he's out of the league. So we don't want that to happen to you. We want yep. you to protect yourself better. So hopefully they uh, get his uh, mind right in that sense. I agree. Completely agree. Uh, next up, 49ers at the Rams. Rams are 7.5-point dogs. 45.5 uh, is the over-under. This, this is a game where I see the 49ers um, – smacking the rams wow uh, i think that the rams are i think last week was a little bit of a an outlier you thought it was a fluke last week i think it was a fluke i think it was a fluke game i um i mean i just look at this defense that played pretty well and i look at it and i'm like why are they playing well i mean why yeah like, why are they playing i mean they have aaron donald they've got a couple guys here and there but it's not like they, McVay's a defensive coach. No, yeah, they're one of the more weak rosters in the entire league, and offensively too. I mean, Matt Stafford, yeah. who I expect to take a step back this year, mm-hmm. and if he's looking like how he did week one, then this will be a more interesting offense than what I thought. But, yeah. I mean, I don't think – I think it was an outlier. I don't think Tutu Atwell and uh, yeah, yeah. Puka Nakoa are going to go for 250 yards combined and 20 yeah, catches I can't say against this Niners team. I, yeah. They're not going to do it against the Niners. It's not yeah, going to happen. So. And another thing yeah, to add like, to your point even more, that, that Seattle game, Seattle had them down on the ground a few times, and they just didn't deliver the finishing blow. Yeah, And that's not something that's going to happen with uh, San Fran. When they smell blood in the water, they're all over you. they got weapons galore on offense. Fred Warner threw one of the biggest hits. I know Najee Harris is oh Najee Harris rather has fallen off a bit, but I've never seen him get hit like that. Fred Warner yeah. fucking killed him. That was yeah. insane. Um, but yeah, the Niners have playmakers all over the place. They're a really smart football team. Um, probably have the smartest team I would say in the NFL. It seems like everyone on that team is always on the same page. They've been in almost every situation, um, so they just know how to get plays done. And when they smell the blood in the water, like I just said, they're going to put you away. So they're not going to let L.A. hang around. It could stay close for a quarter or two, but at some point San Fran's going to run away with this one. And can we also finally say it? Because I'm kind of ready to say it. I don't want to throw it out there as a lock, but I think Brock Purdy is a franchise quarterback. Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah, I, I'm I'm 100 in on that. Yeah. Has he has he shown us for even a quarter that he's not like besides no. maybe like Aiden, the only time like, was really it that the only game? big moment he didn't step up. He couldn't. He got to the NFC Championship game as a rookie and he popped his elbow out. Like, what's he supposed to do? Yeah. So I think yeah, he's barring, legit, man. Barring I'm gonna knock on some wood for him, but barring <laughs> that elbow injury. They could have easily beat the Eagles, and I think they would have beat the Eagles, and I think they would have been in the Super Bowl. So, yeah, I agree with you 100%. I think Brock Purdy's easily a uh, franchise quarterback. At this point, I think it's where do you rank him. I think he's in the top 10. Yeah, I mean, uh, this first half is going to say a lot because it'll either prove he's top 10, pushing maybe a top 7 spot. Yeah, it might be. Listen, me saying yeah. he's top 10 might be a ma- massive overreaction. But to this point, what else has he shown you? Honestly, oh, yeah. like he's been great. So I know a lot of people are going to point to weapons. Okay, Mahomes has weapons. Burrow has weapons. Allen has had weapons. Lamar now has weapons. I know he didn't earlier, but now he does. So I, I think the weapons argument to this point when comparing quarterbacks, that has to be thrown out the window because – Everyone has weapons outside of Mac Jones. Like, <laughs> I like to finish. Hey, don't forget Kendrick Bourne. I love that guy. Or Hunter. I love I, Hunter. I, Hunter too. I love Hunter. I, Kendrick is my guy. Like, no, I, just, I honestly, I love him. I do think that Hunter Henry is like a top, like second tier tight end. I don't think he's elite, but I think he's very like he is damn good. And it, I think he's. I, mean, yeah. I think he's one of those guys that you only know if you were a Charger fan or a Pats fan. But you can't sleep on this guy. What, he had nine touchdowns max rookie year? He's uh-huh. developed a bit of blocking now. Hunter Henry's damn good. Yeah, and give him give him that volume and he'll prove that oh, yeah. he's that guy. I love it. I agree. Um, you're going with the the Niners here? Yeah. Yeah, I am. All right. I don't even know what the line is, but they'll cover it. <laughs> uh, Giants at Cardinals. Uh, over under oh. is forty oh. points, and the Cardinals are plus four okay. underdogs. Okay, the Cardinals should be plus fourteen. If I know anything about Brian Dable, who, in my opinion, is one of the best motivators in the NFL, maybe a perfect combination of motivator slash like smarts and IQ in the league. He's like, hmm, what's a good way to? He has like. Dan Campbell's motivation skills, maybe a little less, with Doug Peterson offensive knowledge. I think he's that smart, and I mm-hmm. think he's that good of a motivator. So you put that combination together after you lose to your main rival, 40 to nothing, to open your season. Embarrassing. Completely embarrassing. What better get-right game is there than a team that may end up being the worst team we've ever seen in the NFL? So I think that they are going to destroy the Cardinals. I know they showed some fight last week. Thank God I don't have to retire, um, because if they won, I would have. Um, But I'm still here, obviously. But no one's going to be taking the bus after this game. You know, you have to ask that question in the locker room. No one's going to be speaking to him. I hope that guy gets fired by midseason. That's a joke. I will never get over that. Who took a bus? Who drove? Is that really what we're here for? Really? (laughs) Who Ubered? Uh, Who rode a bike? (laughs) <laughs> Who cares? Who cares? Like, oh, God. If, I, if I met my boss, because that's what he is. You're in the NFL. It's a job. You're meeting your boss. If I met my boss and he said, 
What was your method of transportation today? I would walk out of the office. Not like, hi, how you doing? How you been? Nice to meet you. How'd you get here? I don't know. What? I don't know. I woke up. I don't know. What's wrong with that guy? What's wrong? Uh, I've never seen more clear tanking. I've never seen more clear tanking. It frustrates me. I hope Caleb Williams screws them over. I know he already said he will, but I hope he goes through with it. Pull the Eli. Don't go to your San Diego and go to, I don't know, like be the Pats backup quarterback. Maybe something like that. He'd love that, wouldn't you? That'd be great. It'd be great. He, he could hold the hold the snap. Maybe if Mac wants to take a break, throw him in there. <laughs> hold the snap. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I think that the Giants are going to take our business here. I got the Giants minus four. I think it's going to be a statement take, game. Aiden, minus 40. They're going to kill them. Like, I can't believe – I don't even know his name. So, And I'm not going to learn his name. If I hear it, it's going to be in one ear and out the other. For the rest of the year, I'm going to call him that guy. When I say that guy, <laughs> I am referring to the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. He sucks. He sucks. He's really bad. And you can tell Ben hates him. <laughs> he's, uh, he's, who likes him? Not not many people. I don't even think the team is no. behind them yet. Nor should um, they. And we'll yet, see. I mean, yet, they you win. Mean, you, when you say yet, you're inferring that they will be behind him at some point. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, they won't be. He sucks. <laughs> he sucks. Like... My God! Uh, so I'm assuming you're on the Giants here. Yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> I would take them uh, if I could make like an alternate line of minus twenty four. I would take it. You might be able to. Um, I, I'll look into that. We'll I'm see when Benny that. Benny hits that and becomes a millionaire. Uh, <laughs> next game we've got Jets at Cowboys. Um, this is going to be interesting, Benny. I no agree. Aaron Rodgers. No Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Cowboys off, are nine point favorites. I feel like and a half. I feel like we should share a message for our many near and dear Jet fans. I do feel awful for you. I do. And this is the first time I have ever said that about the Jets. I feel genuinely awful and sick to my stomach for the people who waited a full offseason for that guy to be their quarterback and how yeah. excited they were. Like that sucks. That does suck. No, it does. It really does. Uh we talked about it a little bit. It's um, it's almost like unbelievable. Yeah. How, how it all unfolded. They they are cursed. Um, They're cursed. Did you hear? Did you hear Stephen A. Smith say that there was Jet fans crying walking out of the stadium? I think our friend did too. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. The poor guy. I don't think I would guy. be. If. if Oh if I was God. a Jets fan, if I was a Bucks fan and Brady came over, I was if I was a Bucks and Brady fan and Brady came over to the yeah. Bucks and that first year that happened, I'd Eight, easily four be plays in. It's not the first. Pl- it's not the first year. It's the first yeah. drive. Yeah, first drive. It's his fourth snap. Oh, that's it's really a tough pill to swallow. It's um, rough, but but moving on to the game. <laughs> yeah, it's the game. Uh the Cowboys are 9 point favorites and it's a 38 and a half over under. Uh I kind of want to take the under just cuz these are, might be the two best defenses in the league. Yeah. But I agree. I do think that Zach Wilson and Dak Prescott being two more turnover prone quarterbacks yep. that picks fumbles, whatever it is, um, might lead to defensive scores, which then ruin um, that number. Yeah, so yeah. I, I don't think I'm going to touch it just for that reason, but it's something to monitor. I think the Jets are going to keep it close, man. I think there's something to be said 
for knowing that you're without a star quarterback. And like they did last year, the defense knew that they had to be great. And they knew that they had to contain teams to what? Under 20 if they had a chance. Like even even less. Even under, you know, 17 if they if they had a chance. So when you play like that, you play more motivated. You play um, almost, you know, dominant instead of just like good football. You play dominant. Sauce is getting picks. There's sacks. Quinnen is doing great. Um, you know, I, I think that this team might keep it close. I don't think they're going to win. I don't think they're going to beat the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are legit. Not as legit as people might think after week one. That's just kind of a, more of a fluke blowout. But I do think that the Cowboys are a good team. So I don't think they're going to lose in this situation. But I do think the Jets might keep it close. I think it might be a yeah. four-point game. No, I, um, I actually 100% agree with you. And whether or not it's correct and it's the correct assumption on the part of Jets fans or just correct in general, I think the general consensus among Jets fans after this game is going to be we could make the playoffs with Zach Wilson as our quarterback. And I know that might be insane yeah. coming from me, maybe the biggest no, no, yeah. Zach Wilson hater like out there. I, I think he stinks. But I do think that there has been a level of progression there. Um, I think it has been instilled in him that, hey, listen, you really don't have to make every play. Now, whether or not he goes through with that when shit's hitting the fan, that's that remains to be seen. But I think they're going to keep it close. I don't think they win. I think they lose a close game. I think they – what's the what's the over-under in this, Aiden? Uh, 38 and a half. Yeah, I think it's I think it's just under that. I think it's going to be like a 20 to 17 type game. I think the Cowboys um went on a field goal at the end of it. I think that it's fought tooth and nail the whole way. Um but yeah, I'm going to take the Cowboys to win at the end of it cuz they are just a better team uh with a better quarterback and I think a better head coach. But I think the Jets defense is going to keep it close and they're going to keep it competitive and I think at the end of it Jets fans will be like, "Hey, listen, if we can do that with the Cowboys, who some people are taking to come come out of the NFC, maybe we're not dead. So I think there will be a slight level of optimism yeah. for Jets fans after this one. Hey man, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a good game, I think. Uh, and anyone who doesn't think so, obviously didn't watch this Jets team last year. Um, Commanders at Broncos. I don't think we need to talk about this one too much. I Did think the Broncos. Yeah, I think the Broncos it? will win, but screw it, we're gonna skip that one. <laughs> I don't care. I don't even, care. Oh, yeah, I don't care. Uh, Sean Payton Sunday, will make some stupid play call. They'll win. Like Sunday Night Football, Dolphins at Patriots. Uh, Patriots are three point dogs. Forty six and a half is the over under there. Um, I'll start first. I think that the under forty six and a half is a good play. I think that Bill is going to try his best to take away that yep. deep ball. You know, he tries to limit or take away one thing um, of an offense usually, and I think that it's obviously the deep ball. I mean, as much as you can, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. It's going to be tough, but I think he'll try to take away the deep ball. He'll succeed for the most part, and it'll be a run-heavy game for the Patriots. Kind of keep away football from the Dolphins. Uh, you know. Me eating that clock, using Zeke, using Ramondre. And uh, I think the Pats, you can't go down 0-2 to start the year like this, especially two home games. You can't do that, uh, especially if, you know, you really want to do something this year. And 
and it's 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 a big year for Bill and Bill O'Brien and and Mac especially. Um, I think the Patriots win this game. Um, Patriots plus three, baby. Let's ride. It is with great sadness. Oh boy. And uh, fear that I will say that the Pats are going to lose this game. Um, I don't think their season will necessarily be over. I is there, still think, is that a tear? You have a no, tear coming? <laughs> no. Um, maybe after Sunday night, but um, no. Uh, in all honesty, all realness, I think the Pats are a good team. I think they proved it last week against Philly. Obviously, we're not here for moral victories, but I mean – Everything you're seeing in the headlines is right. Like, you got to find a way to win these close games. Um, they were doing it max rookie year, which is encouraging, obviously, that maybe they can start doing it again. But the main thing that was really concerning to me was it, it really wasn't Max's fault what happened last week when they didn't win. Um, to me, uh, the pick six, was it a great throw? No. Was it perfect? No. Does, is that a pick six? Most of the time, no. It usually either falls right out of Kendrick's hands, gets batted to the ground, doesn't usually just launch straight up into Slay's hands like that. Like, that was kind of bullshit. That was a little wild. Uh, the Zeke fumble, inexcusable on his part. Um, I know that he was recovering a bit from a kind of a tough catch. Uh, he kind of, not Mac misread it, Zeke misread the pass itself, which made him adjust to it. Um, and then he fumbled, which he he just never does. So that was, that was weird. Hopefully that's not a trend that continues. Um, the defense looked great. I think the key, if they do beat Miami will be to sack to, uh, get up in his grill, maybe, uh, penetrate that line a bit. Um, but yeah, I just Miami, like I should on Tua, and like, it's kind of a joke because <laughs> he is good. Like, damn, they're good. Damn. That offense is good. Like, to a slander. I've, I've really, I'm usually very optimistic about the Pats, like very optimistic. And I've, during all my downtime this week, I've watched the Pats replays. Not that I'm a coach or anything, but I've watched the Pats replays. <laughs> I've watched the Dolphins replays. I watched Max, all of Max throws, all of Tua's throws. And it's not even a, to me, it's not even about which quarterback's better. It's about which team is better. I think Mac and two are relatively close in skill set. But the Dolphins are just so electric. And I don't think we have the speed to keep up with them. I think that Bill's going to scheme out something well. Uh, I think they're going to contain them as much as they can. But I think we see a similar loss to last week where either Miami drives down at the end when we're tied and they score a touchdown to win or we're driving down and someone fumbles. I think it's going to be one of those. It just gives me um, a little bit of a Cincinnati vibe from last year when we came back, fumbled at the end, didn't win, or last week where our receiver just couldn't make a play. So I think it'll be a really good game. I just don't see us winning. I really don't. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and keep a, ta- uh, tra- a tally of um, our Patriot picks because I thought – the Patriots would keep it close, but I had the Eagles winning last week. Mm-hmm. And then this week we're, we're obviously on different sides. Yeah. So we're going to see how this pans out. We'll do a little tally throughout the year. But I agree. It's going to be a tough game for sure. There's no yeah. way this – I it's don't one see of those, it's going to be easy at all. I don't – it didn't even feel like this last week against Philly. I thought we could just go out there, 
and we almost did. We went out there. We played a great game. We got the bad bounces and almost won. To me, this Miami game is you have to go out there and get a couple lucky breaks and a couple lucky bounces. And I think in those situations, you can't you can't pick the team that needs the lucky break and the lucky bounce. It could happen. I just I'm not going to put my money on that. So I'm going to go with Miami. I think I think Tyreek's too good. Um, I think the game plan is going to be to double him, double Tyreek with both Joneses. Maybe have Duggar go over the top, move him out of that sub role. Um, that he's usually in. Um, and then Gonzalez having to take Waddle one-on-one, that's going to be a tough task for him in only a second game. So, yeah, to me, this game, we have to run the ball, um, which we saw Ramondre do well at the end of the game. It wasn't all game, but he did that well at the end of last week. And we have both tight ends need to show up in a big way. Mac needs to be great, and we need two to mess up. And to me, that's a lot that needs to go right for us. I love I love that uh, analysis there. I agree. It's you need a lot to go right. Uh, it's gonna be. Um, I think it'll be an interesting game to see unfold. You know, Bill obviously scheming up against Tyreek is not gonna be easy. But and on top of that, sorry to cut you off again, Aiden. But why can't Bill beat Tua? Like, what the fuck? It's Tua. He's really like he's good. He's good. He beat Peyton Manning like eleven times, and you, you like you can't beat Tua, like really, like he's like a lefty Russell Wilson that isn't as good in his prime. Russell Wilson, he's far better than Russell Wilson now. <laughs> but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just I he's a bad matchup for Bill, and I don't know why. Um, cause it was even before he got McDaniel and those weapons, even before then he was beating Bill. So, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm scared for this week. All right. Moving to Monday night football, Saints, Panthers. I don't really care too much about this one. To be honest, Panthers are three point underdogs. Yeah. Um, I think it's gonna be close. I think the Saints win. I, uh, I like what they're cooking there, but I don't love it. I don't, yeah, know, I don't, I don't, have I don't love the Saints. I don't love the Saints, but I think they kick their teeth in. I think they smoke them. Um, I think that Carr, I make fun of Derek Carr all the time. Monty, our friend Monty can attest to this. I was making fun of him all day on Sunday. But then at the end of it, he was like, all right, we make fun of him, but like he is good. And then we look at his stat line. It's like, all right, yeah, like he is really good. Like he is a good player. Uh, he's just not as good as you would want him to be. But in this kind of situation, this is a Derek Carr game where he just goes and lights you up. So I'm going to take the Saints to win this one handily. All right, and then Browns at Steelers. Steelers are underdogs, uh, two and a half points they're getting, and then thirty nine and or thirty nine is the over under. Who do we like here, Ben? What do you think? I weirdly like the Steelers. I weirdly like the Steelers. Good, I think that I was they're coming that way too. I think they're coming off an embarrassing loss, and I think Cleveland's coming in too high off of their win. So I think I agree. It's kind of going to even out a bit. The Steelers are not as bad as they showed last week. They're really not. I really think that they. They clearly have a great defense, but Kenny was so bad. Kenny Pickett was so bad, and I don't think he'll ever play that bad again. He might not be great, but he's not that bad. He really mm-hmm. isn't, and that that was kind of embarrassing. Maybe he's having a sophomore slump this year because he was great at the end of last year. So that mm-hmm. was that was really concerning, but I think he'll bounce back. Yeah. 
Uh, I agree. I'm going to go Steelers here. Not super confident, but I think I think they'll take care of business. I think plus I think two Deshaun and a half stinks. is solid. I think Deshaun stinks. I really think that Deshaun Watson has lost it. Um, I think that year off was obviously oh my God. very. Some of his throws were. He can't read like, a defense anymore. He really well, can't read a defense. Some of his throws were like a foot and a half too weak, yeah. and they were just yep. dying at the yep. toes of the receivers. It was yeah. bad. I, I think the Browns' game plan, obviously, you don't want to do this paying your quarterback that much money, but you have, in my opinion, easily a top five running back, could be even better than that. And you have a great old line hand the ball off, run play action uh, to Amari running a deep end down the middle and just pound the ball with Nick Chubb. That That's the way you're going to win if you're Cleveland. Yep. Um, all right, we're going to go rapid fire through this next section here. Week two, um, Thursday night football. Last night we're going to do our reaction and then we're going to do our week one reactions rapid fire just because we're going a little long. But let's start with the Eagles here. Eagles, Vikings. Eagles win 34-28. Vikings, of course – of course, have that backdoor cover right at the end of the game. And my $350 bet goes <laughs> right out of the window. That I, don't even have in my, I don't even have a window in my room. It goes out of, somehow it went out of the window. Um, and so that was a great day, obviously. But Vikings, once again, offense dialed in. Uh, yeah. 364 for Kirk and four touchdowns. Uh, Alexander Madison did not do much. Uh, eight carries for 28 yards. Only had 11 uh, receiving yards through receptions, but Justin Jefferson did his thing. 11, 159. I think he's on pace to be a top three receiver of all time. Like, if he wow. keeps this up. Wow. I mean, if he keeps this up. I mean, you're you know, not wrong. You're not wrong. He, but it's, when you hear I, it, it's like, wow. No, I mean, it's it's wow. I mean, I think I think there's definitely a chance that – or maybe four. I think Hopefully he follows a chance. That- Hopefully he follows that Randy Moss trend where it's like, you That's know, what I'm going for here, yeah. I Minnesota mean, and somehow end up with uh, the Pats, so. I I'm completely agree. I think, uh, I think. Um, I mean, if he went to the Pats, that would be amazing. But we'd have to get our franchise quarterback first, if unless it is um, Mac. Um, we have that. <laughs> we have that um, already. But, but he's on pace. I mean, he's literally on pace to set pretty much every single receiving record from, like, first to do this. Youngest to do this. I mean, he is unreal. This guy is no, unreal. He's phenomenal. He's phenomenal. Um, and so that's going to be fun to watch. Jordan Addison, Pitt, stand up, baby. 72 yards receiving and a touchdown. Hawkinson, two two touchdowns. KJ Osborne with the most wide open touchdown you'll ever see in your life. Yeah. Uh, on the other side of the ball, Jalen Hurts, just under 200 yards passing, uh, 35 yards rushing, two touchdowns with that little uh, QB sneak tush push. Uh, uh, that's the one. dumbest play. <laughs> that is the dumbest play. Right. Should it should it be banned? Yes, push, push banned. Yes, one hundred percent. It's really? too effective, and it's not safe. It's not safe. They're gonna break his neck. <laughs> like they're gonna get him killed. Like the, he's he could. Like, I'm not like I'm really not joking. He could die running that play. Are you serious, dude? He could break his <laughs> neck. What? It's not funny. Like, Did you break his neck from the tush push? Yeah, dude. Man, like, <laughs> it, like, uh, and also, like, on top of, like, I don't think it's safe, but, like, on top of that, how do you stop it? And I know a lot of people be like, all right, well, why don't they just run it? Uh, they value their player's safety at Sirianni, you fucking boob. <laughs> Nick Sirianni's okay. uh, He's a loser. He's a loser. 
I hate that guy. So, so I mean, personally, I and don't also, think it should be banned, but... I want to talk about... The Eagles really are not that good. They're really not. Or they are good, but they haven't been playing well. They don't look sharp. Uh, we've been hearing two weeks straight. We have to clean this up. We have to clean that up. We have to clean this up. Okay, fair enough. If they look like this, or I guess a better way to phrase it, how much longer can they look like that, even if they're winning games, until we're concerned? Until we're like, hmm, that's not sustainable. Because the last two times, or the last two weeks, rather, that they've won, are those really sustainable ways to win? I think we're both in agreement. The Pats should have won that game. Vikings shouldn't have won yesterday. But if Jefferson doesn't fumble into the end zone and get a touchback, they very well easily could have. So, I mean, the Eagles haven't been as dominant as I think a lot of people expected. And they honestly, I think they are suffering a bit of a hangover, but they're lucky enough to have uh, have won these games, which is a credit to them. Don't get me wrong. Uh, they're not playing their best and they're winning games. But, I mean, hey, I'm not I'm not comfortable with where they're at. I don't know if you have anything to add to that. I think figuring out that that run game is going to be huge just because it takes a lot of pressure off Jalen Hurts. And uh, I think they'll be fine. I I, I think they'll be fine. And I think we're going to talk more about this next week because this has been something I've been wanting to touch on. But, uh, yeah, I think they'll be – I think they'll figure it out. I don't think they'll be – you know, I think the slow start, we would have seen it already. I think it's only going to trend up from here. And Mm -hmm. 2-0 is a great starting spot. 2-0 is 2-0, man. It's like – exactly. It is what it is, but – I mean, hey, the the sign of good coaching is even when you're winning, you're correcting stuff. So let's see if Sirianni gets on that. Yes, we'll see that. Um, going back to week one, we're going rapid fire through all of these. First one we want to touch on a little bit more Eagles, but Patriots, Eagles. Uh, I know you have some thoughts. Let's hear it. Yeah, Mac looked good. Uh, Bill O'Brien made some great play calls. Rough first quarter. No one was on the same page. Uh, take out that first quarter, they win the game. So that's a reason to be encouraged. I know I'd – I just uh, picked them to lose, but even if they lose this week, I could see them winning 10 games. Uh, That defense is great, and the offense looked efficient. So that's a Bill Belichick team for you. Couldn't agree more. I think everyone pretty much came away saying, damn, the Patriots look pretty solid. Um, And it's not good enough to show for 1-0, but it'll – it'll give, you know, some some hope there for a lot of fans that might not have already had it. Even if they go like 7-10 – and they're going to be that team that it's like, all right, well, five of their losses the came in like one-score yeah. games. So, or that too. They go like nine and eight this weekend. You don't want to play them. But yeah. also, if they go seven and ten and miss, next year it's like, all right, the Pats are going to be so much better than they were uh, last year. So, I mean, either way you look at it, you don't want to miss the playoffs. It's not fun, but it's going to be a good development year, I think. All right, um, rapid fire through these next ones. We've got Bengals, Browns. Do you think that there's anything to worry about if you are Joe Burrow or if you are a Bengals fan, yes or no? No, no. I don't don't. think so either. I think it's just, you know, beginning worries. Uh, Jags, Colts, are we still confident on the Jags here? Yep. Let's do it. Yes, I am. Um, We already touched on the Bucks a little bit. Saints, we touched on a tad bit. 49ers look dominant. Steelers, are they um, – are you worried about them or are they going to get back on track? Um, any playoff hopes that I had for them, gone. But oh, really? you don't want to play them. You don't want to play them. Okay, that's interesting. I still think they're a good team. Uh, Ravens, 
Texans, Ravens win 25-9. Are the Ravens a Super Bowl contender? I'm going to have to answer you in uh, – I'll answer it by saying you got to see in October on that one. I uh, I think it's a tough one to pick. I agree. Uh, Packers-Bears, are the Bears um, – are they good? <laughs> Bears suck. Packers might be legit. That's my take. All right. Um, Dolphins, Chargers, shootout. Tua or Herbert? Dolphins can't stop the run. Tua's legit good. Herbert's good. Chargers missed the playoffs this year. Wow. Uh, Rams, Seahawks, Seahawks, something to be worried about? Yes. Yes. Rams, are they going to be good? No. All right. Which and is then, why I'm worried about the Seahawks. <laughs> and then last two here, Cowboys, Giants. Are the Giants going to make the playoffs this year? No. No. All right. Are the Cowboys the best team in the NFC? Nope. Not by All a right. long shot. And then to wrap this one up, Bills, Jets, do the Jets make the playoffs with Zach Wilson or if they trade for another QB? Depends which QB and no. All right. Well, I love that. We'll wrap this one up. I think Josh Allen's up. legit in trouble, though. I do think Allen's legitimately in trouble. I don't think he's the same. Agreed. Agreed, and we've been on this since last year, so uh, definitely something to monitor throughout the year. And this week against the Raiders, if he doesn't take our business, they're in trouble, boy. Yep. Um, all right, I mean, let's do it, baby. Week two coming up. Almost said week three again. Um, <laughs> thanks for tuning in. Uh, Pats, we're Tipsy Tailgate Media. Come on, Bill. Bill, please, please, please. Praying please, for please. Bill uh, and Mac and maybe Zeke to do something. How about Mac that? Mac doesn't need our prayers. Mac's good. <laughs> He's Max got good. It. He's got it. That was one of the things that was concerning. I know we got to wrap it up, but Bill didn't have a great game. Bill didn't have his best game. I'll leave it at that. All right. Uh, we'll see what happens in week two, and we'll be back with another week three episode. Thanks for watching. Subscribe and follow us on all of our pages at Tipsy Tailgate Media. Thanks for listening.